Success is about more than just business strategies. It's also about aligning with your higher purpose and clearing inner obstacles that stand in the way. I say this because you deserve to do what you love and to feel fulfilled along the way. And the reality is you're likely spending more time than you'd like to stuck in self-doubt. You may be asking yourself things like, why do I never seem to reach my biggest goals no matter how hard I work? Or why do I never quite feel like I've done enough, have enough, or am enough? If any of these sound familiar, you are not alone. And I've been there too. The good news is that the solution is simpler than you think. I'm sharing it inside my new four-day women's immersion, The Inner Critic Cure. This live four-day event includes daily classes, potent practices, and a brilliant supportive community of like-minded women. And best of all, it's only $37. This method is gentle yet powerful, and it actually works even when others haven't because it's based on a proven psychotherapeutic framework called Internal Family Systems or IFS. By the time you leave, you'll have the knowledge and tools to not only heal your relationship with those harsh inner voices, but to turn them into your strongest allies now and for the rest of your life. So join us to discover how to put an end to those negative voices that have held you back from your biggest dreams and desires. So you can live into the full potential you know is possible for you in both your business and in your life. You can learn more and join us inside the Inner Critic Cure at programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. That's programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. I'd love to see you there. Welcome to Herself, a space for women to have deep conversations about the intersection between spiritual entrepreneurship and fulfilling your potential, so you can become the woman you truly are in every area of your life. After being in business for over two decades, I've learned, as you likely have too, that as you grow your business, your business grows you in unexpected, often challenging, yet miraculous ways. Here, we'll talk about how to get out of your own way so you can grow a business that's abundant and sustainable while allowing you to be a force for good in the world. I'll give you simple, actionable strategies, as well as wisdom and inspiration to help you root into your wholeness, lead from your values, and work in ways that feel deeply aligned so you can bring your true self into the world through your business and in every area of your life. I want to share about a topic today that feels really timely. I just came out of my two and a half week holiday break at the beginning of this month. And as I entered into that break and as I emerged from it, the importance of and the theme of nervous system regulation was really, really amplified and highlighted for me. Now, this is not something new. I I know about this very deeply as I'm sure that you do too in your own ways. I'm highly introverted, and I'm also a highly sensitive person, as I know are many of the women who are in this community. And I'm a public figure who leads group programs and who interacts publicly, and I have constantly been in a dance of balancing those two truths both things that that I that I love and that I enjoy but they can sometimes feel like they're at odds and 
I've had a lot of trial and error over my past two decades of being in business. As I've gotten older, I've gotten to know myself better. I've gotten to know what I need, what helps me to thrive, what helps me to do my best work. And I'm constantly crafting and shifting my business model and my daily routines and rhythms to help me to stay regulated so that I can feel and be my best or close to that as I can be. But here's the thing. So when we're regulated, we're operating in the green zone of our nervous systems. And in polyvagal theory, our green zone is the ventral vagal state, which is all about safety and socialization. And when we're in this state, our heart rate, our heart rate and our breathing are relaxed and they're in their optimal zones. And with this, we have good digestion, we sleep well, our hormones are regulated, our immune systems are stronger, we have more mental clarity. In IFS, when we're in this green zone or in this ventral vagal state, it means that we're in self-energy. It means that we are inhabiting the essence of who we are, and our self is serving as the kind of orchestra conductor for all of our parts. And so these parts, be them a taskmaster manager who is just really into hyperproductivity or an anxious exiled part, just a young one that feels scared or overwhelmed by whatever you're doing, these various parts of ourselves feel held and supported by ourself, by our essence, and they're not running the show. At the spiritual dimension, since our parts are more in the background when we're in the green zone, when we're in the ventral vagal state, they're working harmoniously with self as the leader, as that orchestra conductor, and our minds are more clear. And our minds are like a still lake. And we can see all the way to the bottom of that lake. There's not those big waves there. And Our minds are not filled by the waves of various thoughts and feelings and agendas. And when this happens, we're able to access that still small voice within us, which you could say is the voice of the divine within us. You could say that it is our highest self connecting with us. And we experience this as our self energy. We feel regulated. We feel calm. We feel present. We feel grounded. We feel embodied. And this still small voice inside is the key to everything. It holds the blueprint for the optimal unfolding of our lives, including our businesses. And it holds the key to what we need to do moment by moment to fulfill our potential. Now, this voice does not give us the 10-year plan. It gives us the next right step. So this is a moment-by-moment practice where we want to create the right external and internal environment so that we can stay deeply connected to this inner guidance because this is our ultimate business advisor. This is our ultimate life advisor, our life coach. And if that voice is drowned out by all the other voices inside of us or around us, we're going to be swayed away from who we truly are and what we're here to do. And in the world of entrepreneurship, which is just continuing to grow. The market is continuing to get fuller and fuller. And there are more and more bright and shiny objects for us to chase after, more people for us to compare ourselves to. It's really essential that we stay close and intimate 
to this voice because it tells us exactly what we need to do, regardless of what anyone else is doing. And the next right step for us to do, regardless of the most trendy tactics or strategies. So if staying connected to this voice, this still small voice inside is the most important thing, then we can see that nervous system regulation is imperative for soul and self-led entrepreneurs, which I know that you are, if you are here listening to this, you are wanting to lead from your highest self. And with this, nervous system regulation needs to be prioritized as the foundation of all that we do. And this is very different from standard business advice that we get. And this is one of the things that we do differently here is we put we put this stuff first and everything else is built from that. The inner comes first and the outer is built from there. That's how true alignment and true sustainability and true fulfillment of our destinies and of our potentials happen. So let's make this really concrete. And I want to invite you back to my holiday break this year and Again, the importance of regulation was so highlighted for me because I got very dysregulated gradually throughout last fall. And this happened even though I set up various guardrails and speed bumps very intentionally in my business to help prevent this. Again, I've been doing this for a long time. I've had a lot of trial and error. I've had a lot of crashes and burns, which gratefully, I don't have those crashes and burns anymore. And I'll share more about those those things that I put in place in a moment. But I was still operating this past fall just because of the nature of the various things that were happening professionally and personally. I was still operating more than I would have liked in the red zone, which is fight or flight. And so, for example, I often woke up for stretches in the middle of the night and my aura ring, which I wear to help me track things like my regulation and to course correct as needed. It often said when I woke up in the morning and I checked my sleep, checked my I checked my various levels that I had an elevated heart rate overnight. And when this happens, the body and the mind is operating outside of its optimal zone. Now, I want to normalize that we all have these periods. It's not possible to be human without without sometimes getting dysregulated to various degrees. And it's not possible to be a business owner without sometimes getting dysregulated to various degrees. And so with this in mind, how can we proceed as consciously, as skillfully as possible? And I think of business as different periods of marathons, sprints, jogs, leisurely walks, and recovery zones, just like an endurance athlete. I, I think of my life as an entrepreneur much like being an endurance athlete. And how can I operate at my highest level? So we need to be aware of which mode we're in and for how long and how we're going to care for ourselves during that time so that we don't stay in a constant state of sprint, for example, because we will burn out. And this past fall for me was a sprint for sure, which I knew going into it. And I was willing to do that. And at different times in our lives, our businesses may call for more from us, but we, we need to feel into, do I have the capacity to do this? Do I have the capacity to bring this vision into being in the way that my business is wanting to, in the timeline that it's wanting to? And we can always say no to that. We can always kind of negotiate with 
the soul of our business, the essence of our business to, to find a way that will work for us. But I felt, yes, I have the capacity right now and as, a, as a human being, as Sarah, to bring this next expression of my business into being. And I know it's going to be challenging for me as an embodied human, as a highly sensitive woman, and I'm willing, I'm willing to do this. So I entered into the sprint and we add into that some unexpected curveballs, which I'll share more about with you, and dysregulation and overwhelm, which are natural when we're in a sprint phase. They started to creep in in bigger degrees towards the end of the year. And gratefully, the sprint was intentionally bookmarked by two intensive recovery periods. So I take an annual sabbatical in August where I don't work at all. I stay completely offline. It's a full vacation for myself, which I love. I really deeply need that time. And so I entered into the sprint in early September feeling deeply resourced and deeply motivated. And at the other end of this sprint was our annual two-week holiday break where my whole business shuts down and I also don't work and I stay offline and it's all about recovery and enjoyment. I very intentionally build these periods of rest into the year for myself and my business because I know how much they feed and restore me and because I also want my business to express my values of seasonal living that we're not meant to be living in constant sprint and these, ty- these times of rest are really part of the backbone of everything that I do. So back to last fall's sprint. In September, after my sabbatical, I stepped into a huge reinvention that clarified for me at the beginning of my sabbatical. And while I've been working with spiritual entrepreneurial women for many years, I did so under my larger umbrella of women's spirituality, which I've been focusing on and known for for over 20 years. But last August, it became clear to me that this next season of my life and this next season in my business is meant for solely serving spiritual entrepreneurial women. And given that 2024 is the year that my book is launching, which is its own kind of marathon, for anyone who's ever written a book, you know that. I knew I needed to complete this transition by the end of 2023, so I had about three months to do this. To help me, I hired a marketing director, Helen, who's wonderful, and you met her in episode 142, where we talked more about this pivot. And with her support, we clarified my new messaging and then integrated that throughout the entire world of my business, which was not a small project, from my whole website to creating three new lead magnets, to my social media accounts, my pod, this podcast, my weekly newsletter, my two on-demand programs, Refriending Your Inner Critic and Getting Out of Your Own Way, and my two live programs, Becoming You and Create Your Dream Business. And phew, it was, it was a lot. And it, it was also fun. It was also really, it was really creative and really enjoyable. And a lot of times I create alone, so it was really, really a lot of fun to create with Helen. And in the midst of all this, I was also training and deepening with my small but mighty team. Right now I have an online business manager and also a tech virtual assistant. And for those of you who train an onboard team, you know that that process at the start requires more interaction from you in the beginning, more involvement from you in the beginning 
so that they can be trained in the world of your business so that you can then pass things off to them and focus on other things. So again, I was willing to do that in service of the next phase and next iteration of the business. And as I was co-creating with Helen, there was a lot of back and forth as we co-created just copious amounts of copies together. Again, that was enjoyable, but it required more interaction with me, more than I'm used to. So that, plus all the interaction with my team, plus a lot more workload to bring this project into being was already starting to bring me into more of a dysregulated state. And amidst all of this, I brought a conscious close to one of my oldest programs, Women's House of Wisdom, which was the latest expression of various iterations of that program that I've been leading for the past decade. And Past expressions of that have been the Red Tent, She School, A Year of She. I know many of you were part of those various programs. And some of the women who are in Women's House of Wisdom have been deeply devoted to this work for a decade. So there were a lot of feelings, both for me and for them, as we brought an end to that program. And it was hard letting go of things I've been doing for a long time and disappointing people who really loved that and really trusting the truth within me that is time to move on, to release what no longer felt true for me and to make space for new things to emerge. And again, I want to validate that this is part of the entrepreneurial journey too. There's going to be times for reinvention where we need to let go of the familiar, even if they're working, even if we enjoy them, even if the people in it enjoy them, and to make space for the new truth that's coming through. It requires a lot of courage. And during this time, I was also, while I was letting go of that program, I was also intensively focusing on building up a newer program in the world of my business, which was called She Serves. And it's now called Create Your Dream Business. And we welcomed 15 founding members, 15 wonderful founding members last July to join us in this 12-month mentorship and mastermind program, which is now the central hub in my business. It's now really the central focus. And I've been working with them and with my team to grow and expand and refine and improve the experience in the program to get ready to open the doors to the public for the first time later this month with this more expanded and fleshed out experience. So I'm really excited to share that with you soon and I'm really excited about this experience. I also recorded the audio for my new book, Handbook for the Heartbroken, and I loved that process of recording. And it also required a lot. It's you know sitting sitting and recording all day for a series of days requires a lot of presence, a lot of focus, bringing my full self into every word that I spoke. And I'm really happy to announce that this book is now up for pre-sale at all online booksellers, including Amazon. I will be having a formal pre-sale celebration later in February with some goodies and gifts for any of you who purchase it early. And many of you know this is one of the best things you can do to support my book and me as an author when it officially launches in May. Amidst all of this, as is always the case when we step into the unknown and take risks, which I was doing to a very high degree this past fall, I had a lot of my own parts come up. 
I had scared parts, vulnerable parts, overwhelmed parts, doubting parts, anxious parts. There were many times when I woke up in the middle of the night feeling all of these and offering, just laying there, offering support to them, letting them know I'm here with you. I hear you. I know this is hard. I know that we don't know how this is all going to turn out, but I'm here with you no matter what, whatever happens, however this turns out, I'm here with you. You're not going through this alone. And really letting them feel my presence. And there were also new layers of old wounds and traumas from past business experiences that came up for deeper healing, that were asking for more of my presence and support. And I was able to do that in bits and pieces over the fall, but it was really over my holiday break this past December when I could just devote more time and space to that. And as is always the case when we're playing a bigger game in business, and whatever that looks like for you, going to the next level, I needed to do a lot of inner healing work in conjunction with the outer work, the output that I was doing. They really go hand in hand. And then what put me into dysregulation and overwhelm in a, in a bigger way, what kind of just was the cherry on top of the Sunday was when my father went into the ICU right before Thanksgiving. And it was while I was recording my audiobook and nearing the tail end of this massive project. And given the nature of what he was experiencing, it was just consuming a lot of my energy and focus, and it was very emotional as well. So I needed time and space to tend to the practicalities of that, as well as the strong emotions that were present for me. So by the time that my holiday break started, I knew I needed to deeply, deeply rest and drastically shift gears. And I did. I did. I enjoyed long morning practices, extended my meditations and various subtle energy practices that I do from half an hour and I went to 45 to minutes to an hour. I did a long yoga practice. I did a lot of visioning and journaling. I basically spent the first part of every day up until about noon, just deeply immersed in my inner world, doing inner healing practices with my parts to offer them more support for all that was coming up last fall and for all that we're stepping into this year. And I also connected more deeply with that still small voice within me to fortify my leadership and my trust in the path ahead, forging into the unknown and to help me feel like I'm deeply rooted in truth, in my deepest truth and what's mine to do and what's not mine to do. This extended time off is essential for me in doing this. I I don't know who I would be if I didn't take these periods. I I know that I wouldn't feel well. I know that I wouldn't be doing the quality of work that I want to be doing or that I would even be the kind of person that I want to be. And I share all of this because I want to let you in behind the scenes to a very recent experience for me of overwhelm, overwhelm and dysregulation and re-regulation in my own life and business and to share how I handled it. And again, to normalize that this is part of the process. And the more we can engage with it consciously, the more that we can build it into our business models and our rhythms, the less it's going to impact us for longer than it needs to. To help you translate this into your own life and business, I want to share my top tips now for staying regulated 
and avoiding overwhelm as a business owner. So number one, when you're doing your annual planning, so this is a great time of year to do this, but if you're listening at another time of the year, you can do this at any time. The very first thing you need to do is to declare your white space. The white space comes first. I want you to decide how much time you want to take off this year and block it off on your calendar. Block off those days, those weeks. Decide how many days you want to work each week and how many hours you want to work each day and put that on your calendar. For me, this looks like taking the month of August off and taking the month of December off in 2024 and doing that annually. I also take a week off in the spring and again in the fall. These are, these are my speed bumps and my recovery zones. We transitioned into a four-day work week in my business this year. I've long had Fridays as sometimes off and sometimes doing light work, but this year it's implemented throughout my business. So I have every Friday off, and that gives me even more recovery time over the weekend. I spend my mornings doing my practice followed by a period of deep work where I'm doing something like right now I'm, I'm recording this podcast in the morning. So my deep creative work that requires my best focus, my best attention. And I don't start engaging with anyone until noon each day. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are my interaction days, mostly Wednesdays where I, I teach, see clients, have meetings with my team. Mondays and Tuesdays are my introverted deep work days where I, I don't interact. And that's when I create a lot of content and do the things that are really going to move the needle in my business. And these rhythms help me to take care of myself. They, again, they provide speed bumps and sometimes parking lots to recharge. Since as a highly sensitive person, I do get overstimulated. And as an introvert, I recharge best when I'm alone. I thrive in solitude and spaciousness. I love, love, love it. And this rhythm helps me to stay connected with my inner guidance so that I can show up as my best, most creative and inspired self to support the women that I work with and to help me come back into the green zone when I've slipped into the red. So what white space are you blocking off for yourself? And if needed, start with something small like a week off or a half day to yourself once a week or once a month or even a couple of hours. What I shared here has been refined over many years, but you can start somewhere and build up over time. The second tip I have to share with you is to designate some time each day to connect with your parts, your inner family members, to connect with your own self energy, your highest self, and to connect with source, however you experience that. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. Our days are qualitatively different when we start by plugging into ourselves and our source first, without stepping into the demands of the world. And I recommend doing this at the start of each day, just staying off social media and email completely until you finish this practice time. And I know, especially if you have young children, you need to adjust accordingly. Some women that I work with wake up early before their children wake up. Others do it after they leave for school to see what feels right for you. But during this time, it's important to Take care of your body by getting grounded and centered. Move and support your body in conscious ways. Ancient embodiment practices that open up your energy lines like yoga or qigong. 
meditate or take time to sit in silence and stillness to connect with that still small voice inside. Check in with your parts, see who's at the surface and what they need support from you with that day. And if you want more guidance around that, I have a on-demand program that's only $9 called Getting Out of Your Own Way, which you can find on my website. I'm linking to it in the show notes, but that's a great practice to do at the beginning of the day just to see who's alive within you and how you can be with them, how you can listen to them. So that way they're not running the show for the rest of the day. I also strongly recommend prayer, or if that word is triggering for you, I do not mean it in a religious way, but to engage in some way of two, some form of two-way communication with your highest self or your source to ask for support and to receive specific guidance for the day ahead. This morning time can also be a great time to engage in mindset practices around business, around money, around your well-being, and to plan your day so that you can step into it really clear, connected, and focused. My morning practice is now about two and a half hours, but again, I've been doing this for a long time. It's better to have a short practice that you do regularly than a long one that you hardly ever do. So set yourself up for success here. Set the bar low to start. You can always add over time. My third tip is to create a clear plan and then to work your plan. We all know there are a gajillion things that any of us could be doing as entrepreneurs to grow and run our businesses. Trust me, I am very aware of this. The list of things that I want to do is far longer than the things I'm actually doing. And maybe I'll get to those things over time. But the most important thing for success is to be clear about what is yours to do during each season of your life and of the year, and then to craft a clear, aligned, and doable plan that will help you to get there. Because the plan that you make now and the actions that you take now are going to be expressed through the business that you have three months from now. So annual planning, we want to take time to do annual planning, and then that gets parsed into more and more details through a quarterly plan, and then that gets broken down to a monthly plan, and that gets further broken down into a weekly and then ultimately a daily plan. So each of these plans are essential, but I really like to highlight the quarterly plan because with the annual plan, it's good to have a bigger vision. But a lot of times unexpected things come up and things are going to need to shift and change. So we want to have that annual vision, but then we want to have a really detailed quarterly plan because that helps us to see 90 days ahead of us. It's a very doable amount of time to get really clear and really granular about exactly what our goals are, what we're going to be doing, creating, and when. So these plans really need to be non-negotiable in your business. You need to be creating these, refining them, referring to them regularly. And this helps you to see the forest from the trees, to stay out of overwhelm, and to actually gain traction towards what's most important to you. Each of these three things have been foundational for my business for many years. Everything that I've built, I've been able to do this because of these three things, including this podcast, including three published books. I know this stuff really works, and I continue to work them and return to them year after year. 
I invite you to see which of these things you're going to implement this month to help you stay regulated and out of the red zone or to help you get back into the green zone when you get in the red zone. Because remember, dips into dysregulation and overwhelm are normal and part of the process, but we don't want to stay there for too long. We need these speed bumps. We need these rest zones built into our business models to help with that. We need to be proactive and support ourselves with this before we've gone too far into the red. And because community and support always make the entrepreneurial journey more sustainable and enjoyable, if you want support in doing these things to craft a business and life for yourself this year that helps you stay in the green zone, that helps you do the work that you're here to do, to do your best work, I invite you to join me in a new five-part workshop series that I'm offering this month to help you with this. It's called Design Your Dream Business in 2024. This is an internal family systems-based business workshop to help you both clear the inner obstacles to do the inner healing and also to create outer success on your terms in the next 12 months. And everything that we do together over these five days will help to flesh out what I've shared here even more to translate it into your unique action plan for 2024. Let's support ourselves in staying regulated and resourced this year as much as possible, taking strides to design businesses that truly work for us both personally and professionally because they're intricately interwoven. You can learn more about this series and join us at programs-saravonstover.com forward slash workshop. That's programs-saravonstover.com forward slash workshop. And You can also find that link in the show notes. I would love to support you in living and leading from your highest self this year and supporting those parts of you that get overwhelmed along the way. And above all, I invite you to take at least one thing that you learned today or that inspired you from this episode. Get out your calendar or piece of paper and put it into action. You, your business, and all those you serve will deeply benefit from it, which is what it's all about, right? All right, let's do this together. Support one another in doing business differently, doing business in ways that deeply serve us first. And when we serve ourselves best, we can serve others best. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, change doesn't come from listening alone. I invite you to commit to taking one small or large courageous action after today's conversation. One step you can take if you haven't already is to sign up for my free mini course, Three Lies Holding Successful Women Back That Keep You Overwhelmed, Stuck, and Doubting Yourself, and How to Break Free So You Can Embody Your Potential Starting Now. You can find that over at my website, sarahavonstover.com. That's my full name, sarahavonstover.com. And if you found this podcast valuable, please share it with the women in your world. Also, I'd be very grateful if you leave a review. It helps others find resources like this. And I'd love to hear what's coming alive for you after listening today. Above all, keep going and never forget the unique offerings you and your true self bring to the world. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support.